Okay, we'd like to welcome you back to our current event and weekly Bible study for August 15th, 2010. And again, we have more technical difficulties there. I had fresh batteries that I had just put in and they went dead. And the devil really doesn't want this information getting out because he's seeking to destroy us, body, soul, and spirit. And we're only as strong as the weakest link in our chain and he knows that if he can get our bodies then, you know, we're not going to be able to do a whole lot for the Lord if we feel terrible or if we're dead, worst case scenario, because we've been destroyed for lack of knowledge. So let's go further with the last article that I was talking about. The absorption of methanol into the body is sped up considerably when free methanol is ingested. Free methanol is created from asparatame when it is heated to above 86 degrees Fahrenheit. This would occur when asparatame-containing products are improperly stored or when it's heated as part of a food product such as Jello. Now, again, I already said this, but I'm going to re-say it again because I got cut off there. But during Desert Storm, this is one of the main things that was happening to the troops. They were shipping over diet Coke and diet soft drink products that were sweetened with NutraSweet or Spartane. And what was happening is is the conversion from um, methanol uh, into um, free methanol was taking place actually in the can, and also it was it was ended up converting into formic acid and formaldehyde actually in the can, which is more of a toxic way to actually ingest it. This is one of the reasons that there was this thing called Gulf War syndrome. And if you don't, if you're not familiar with that, get the documentary Beyond Treason, which goes into that in depth. Talks about how they were being exposed to the, to the depleted uranium, which has caused horrific birth defects and the children being born over there. Uh, biological agents where they had chemical alarms going off and they were said don't get in your biological suits it's fine it's just a false alarm you've got now this NutraSweet angle you also have the vaccinations that they were getting as well Uh, you could go on and on and on they use our military they experiment on our military first to see how it's going to affect humanity because they're their guinea pigs I mean you basically sign your your life over when you join the armed forces in this country. And this is what's happening. And I'm not being unpatriotic. I'm just being truthful here. So methanol, going further, methanol breaks down into formic acid, which is ant sting poison, and formaldehyde, or embalming fluid in the body. Uh, Formaldehyde is a deadly neurotoxin. It's what they embalm you with. It's what preserves you when they take the blood out of you during a, 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 after people die to preserve the body so that they can have it for viewing. They put formaldehyde, which is a preservative, and um, but it's a deadly neurotoxin. It's not something you should be ingesting. An EPA assessment of methanol states that methanol is considered a cumulative poison due to the low rate of excretion once it's absorbed. So your body just doesn't shuttle off uh, methanol. And this is why people say, well, should I do a detox? Well, you know what? I'm constantly detoxing anymore. We're, we're being, they're trying to kill us so many different ways that air, water, you, you name it. Outgassing of plastics, outgas, I mean, you could go on and on and on. I am constantly doing some type of detoxification. Liver, colon, kidney, almost on an ongoing basis because I'm trying to uh, do as much damage control as possible, even though I am trying to eat organic and doing a lot of different things that I can do at home. Now, I understand that's impossible if you go out, just about. But um, trying to do a lot, but it's it's not really enough compared to the amount of cumulative things they're trying to do to kill us off. 
and then you get the chemtrails involved, and then that angle, and vaccinations and those types of things. It, it's unbelievable. So, in the body, methanol is oxidized to formaldehyde and formic acid. Both of these metabolites are toxic. They recommend 7.8 milligrams per day consumption limit um, of uh, methanol. One liter of aspartame sweetened beverage contains about 56 milligrams of methanol. Now remember, the daily limit should only be about 8 milligrams tops. Well, one liter of aspartame-laden you know, uh, methanol drink or a diet drink has 56 milligrams of methanol. Heavy users of aspartame-containing product consume as much as 250 milligrams a day of methanol or 32 times the EPA limit. And it's absolutely, totally addictive because the body thinks it's getting carbohydrates because NutraSweet tastes sweet, right? It's NutraSweet. It's sweeter than sugar. The body thinks it's getting it because it tastes sweet, but then it's tricking the body. And then when the, final, the body, your body finally says, hey, wow, that was an empty carbohydrate. There was nothing to it. Well, guess what? It craves more. It's addictive. And they want you to be addicted to it. So the following... Are, are 92 of the FDA recognized symptom that aspartame causes. These are side effects were obtained by an official Freedom of Information Act FOIA request. Here's 92 recognized side effects from a Freedom of Information FOIA request. Abdominal pain, anxiety attacks, asthma, asthmatic reactions, bloating, edema, blood sugar control problems, brain cancer, breathing difficulties, burning of the eyes or throat, burning urination, can't think straight, chest pains, chronic cough, chronic fatigue, confusion, death, depression, diarrhea, dizziness, excessive thirst or hunger, fatigue, feeling unreal, flushing of the face, hair loss, baldness. I've got to scroll down here because it's so gigantic. Uh, thinning of the hair, headaches, migraines, dizziness, hearing loss, heart palpitations, hives, hypertension, high blood pressure. Impotency, sexual problems, inability to concentrate, infection, susceptibility to insomnia, irritability, itching, joint pains, laryngitis, marked personality changes, loss of memory, menstrual problems, muscle spasms, nausea or vomiting, numbness or tingling of the extremities, allergic-like reactions, panic attacks, phobias, poor memory, rapid heartbeat, rashes, seizures, convulsions, slurring of speech, swallowing pain, tremors, tinnitus, vertigo, Weight gain, vision loss, aspartame can mimic the symptoms of or worsen the following diseases. Fibromyalgia, arthritis, multiple sclerosis. That's a big one. Aspartame actually causes multiple sclerosis. Parkinson's disease, lupus. Now, notice these are all autoimmune diseases. Multiple chemical sensitivities, diabetes and diabetic complications, epilepsy, Alzheimer's, birth defects, chronic fatigue syndrome, lymphoma, Lyme disease. Attention deficit disorder, panic disorder, depression, and physiological disorders. I mean, what's not the like? I mean, where do I sign up, right? Come on, let's all get on the bandwagon. Now, the guy that put this out, Mark Gold, he's researched NutraSuite for 20 years. And this was a FOIA request on what they're actually admitting to. So, anyway, I wanted to go into that a little bit more in depth because the... Um, the video that we're watching here or listening to, they really didn't get into it as much as, as need be. So let's go further. The 
started going over the aspartame side effects that I just went over. This is being done by design. It's also very, very addictive. But let's just go ahead and move away from aspartame and talk about McDonald's and chicken McNuggets. Now, I remember a decade ago or so reading health advisories claiming that a form of plastic uh, that's used in silly putty, basically a type of silicone, was in the chicken McNuggets, but also in many other TV dinners and other foods. It is illegal in every other nation in the world to add these chemicals. The chemical that he's in reference to is dimethyl polysiloxane. It's an anti-foaming agent, and it is in this... It's in a lot of different things, but it's just one of the one of the many ways they're trying to kill us and to debilitate us and to take our brains out. Food, but it's not in the United States. The big secret is all of this was done by design by the FDA. Look at all the drugs they've approved, and then it comes out later that they knowingly approve them when these drugs are causing heart attacks and cancer. In the Nuremberg trials, it came out that the Nazis were adding sodium fluoride to the water supply in the labor camps and death camps to make the population more docile and controllable. There had been hundreds of university studies before Hitler even came to power. This is a form of forced medication. They admit that one part per million of sodium fluoride more than doubles the chance of bone cancer in boys and men. As the public became educated in the last few decades, the government industry's response was to not just put it in water, but to start adding it to thousands of products, like children's water that's mixed with their formula or with their cereal. They started adding as much as 900 parts per million in things like powdered eggs. It causes reductions in IQ. It increases sterility or lack of fertility. And it's being added to so many of the daily staples that we consume. Okay, we're going to talk about fluoride in depth. Uh, I don't know if it's the next topic or the topic after that, but we're going to we're going to talk about fluoride. And what fluoride does is burn out the lower brain lobes, which has a lot to do with your will to resist as well. In addition to what he just said, in in addition to many other things. So we're going to go into fluoride in depth. We'll get back to food additives in a moment, but first I wanted to look at genetically modified organisms. Did you know for many years the American people have been eating cloned beef and pork, and now they're expanding out into other forms of meat? Let's look at salmon first. Major university studies conclusively have proven that the type of genetically modified salmon that is actually a cross-species, they've mixed other uh, animal genes in with it, that when this fish is introduced with wild natural salmon, within 40 generations, all of the natural salmon are extinct. And the FDA approved this. And they're going to allow it to be released into the wild that isn't even a salmon. It is a cross-species chimera. It is a mixture like something out of the island of Dr. Maru, something out of a nightmare. More than 85% of the corn now consumed in the United States it's also starting to trend that way in Europe and Canada, is genetically engineered. It grows its own pesticide within the corn kernels so that insects won't eat it. 
if the insects can't eat this and live, what do you think is going to happen when lab rats or humans eat it? We have literally hundreds of studies showing that not just Monsanto's, but other major GMO companies' corn, that's the majority of corn we're now eating today in the United States, has been linked to organ failure in lab animals. The studies also show massive increases in sterility in rats and guinea pigs that are fed not just GMO corn, but GMO cotton seeds. Studies in India, Germany, and... This would also apply to anything of that's soy-related. Soy should not be... Unless it's fermented soy that's, that's grown in an organic way, uh, fermented, um, you shouldn't even be putting anything in your body that has soy in it. It's that toxic as well. So the corn, uh, that's a tough one because it's in a ton of different things. But 85% of the corn crops grown right now are GMO corn. And again, you've got this Monsanto having patents on these things. They've got their their Terminator seeds, which only produce after one generation. Then the farmer has to go back and buy more seeds. They're totally dependent on Monsanto. They've got Monsanto Roundup-ready crops where they literally spray Roundup, which is that kills everything, any weed that I've ever seen. And But it doesn't kill the plant because the plants are genetically engineered for it not to kill them. So they can spray massive amounts of pesticides, fungicides, and herbicides on the crops, and the crops don't even die. They'll still grow through it, but all the weeds will die, and the bugs won't even mess with it. So this is what they're doing to the food supply, and this is why whenever you can, it is important to try to eat organic, because if you're not, your body's under such a toxin, toxic burden uh, every day. That you, and another thing that everybody should be doing from time to time is a parasite cleanse. Uh, virtually, probably about 95 to 99% of the population has parasites in one way, shape, or form. And if you don't do something to kill them in your body, they will grow and they will stay in there. And detoxifying won't kill them. You can't do a liver detox and expect to kill parasites. So that's another thing that you would want to look into as well. Uh, you might want to go to your local health food store. Try to find, uh, you know, ask them what's a really good parasite cleanse. Don't go cheap on this stuff. You need to do the good stuff because unless the herbs are viable, they won't kill the parasites or whatever method you're going to use. Um, the methods I use are Zymex 2 by Standard Process and Wormwood Complex by Medier. But those are professional lines that you typically have to get through some type of healthcare professional. So it might not be practical for everybody. Uh, because the problem you run into is if you go to an alternative healthcare practitioner in America, most of the time, if they do this work, they're going to be heavily involved in the New Age. Even if they call themselves born-again Christians. Trust me, I've been there, done it. And, and I broke free from all that, but there's very few doctors that are able to break free from the New Age influences regarding this. So, I'm sorry that we live in such a time where life is, in some ways, so hard. It's so hard to guard against these things. And there's so many different ways you can be destroyed for lack of knowledge. But I'm trying to give you the tools so that you can do that in as much as it's possible for you. And again, these aren't things we should just always be wringing our hands about, but praying about, asking the Lord to open the doors... For you to be able to implement these things. Uh, but a parasite cleanse I believe is very important as well. Because parasites uh, are a very huge toxic burden on the body. They're literally uh, excreting, defecating inside your body. 
They're living off you and defecating inside your body. And your body has to deal with that toxic load. And they can get in your liver, your intestinal tract, all kind of places. And if you don't have enough hydrochloric acid in your stomach, you have no way of killing them when they get into the stomach. And this is why things like Tums and Rolaids, which are antacids, set you up for parasite infestation like no other thing you could possibly do. Because your stomach was designed to operate at a pH of 1.5 to 2.5, which is enough to dissolve nails. And I mean that literally. Okay? And if you create an alkaline gut through Tums or Rolaids or Prilosec or whatever, you can't kill the parasites. You also can't digest zinc, iron, calcium, and protein, among other things. So then you're going to create all kind of nutrient deficiencies. You're going to create all kind of problems with your amino acid balance because you can't digest protein. And you're setting yourself up for parasite infestation. So anyway, this is the stuff I, I've studied for 15 years, ever since I've been a doctor, uh, ever since I've been in an alternative healthcare profession. This is the stuff I've, I've tried to educate my, my patients about. And... Um, it's kind of a crash course today, what we're doing here. So let's go further here. In the United States have conclusively shown that when they feed the cotton seeds left over from the cotton crop from these genetically modified varieties, that the cows are having miscarriages, they are having low birth weights, or in many cases, they're simply dying. And what is in most processed foods? Genetically modified cotton seed oil. Now, he's highlighting some labels here, partially hydrogenated soybean oil and cottonseed oil. I don't know why he's just keen on cottonseed, because cottonseed's one, but soybean, real bad. Real, real, real bad stuff. Anything that says partially hydrogenated, do you know what that means? That means that that is one molecule away from being a hard plastic. If it were fully hydrogenated, it would be a hard plastic. They've, ge they've genetically chemically change the makeup of these oils into something that is literally like a semi-hard plastic that you're ingesting and that gums up your liver it's like your liver is like your oil filter of your body and all of the toxins in the body particularly the carcinogenic compounds through what they call phase one phase two cytochrome p450 enzyme pathways that's how they're broken down in the body and if that cytochrome p450 enzyme pathway is not working properly you're not breaking down carcinogenic products properly and you're setting yourself up for cancer because those carcinogens are getting reintroduced back into the bloodstream because they're not being broken down in the liver anymore. You get cancer. Cause and effect. So this partially hydrogenated oils gum up the liver. The liver can't really process them. It causes plaque into the arteries and all kind of other horrific things. you got to start reading your labels. And to be honest, what I do when I read labels is if there's 8 million ingredients on the box, and I know I'm exaggerating, but if there's this laundry list of ingredients, avoid it. You want ingredient lists that are simple. Now, I'm not saying you couldn't have a simple ingredient list and it'd be bad, but when you see all this stuff on the labels, that's a real big-time red flag to just totally avoid it. Another thing that causes sterility is the synthetic B vitamins. They fortify 
in so many different products like cereals and things of this nature, bread. Anytime it says fortified, what they've done is they've removed all of the intrinsic nutrient value. They've bleached it. They've done everything they can do to remove it. And then in their infinite wisdom, they're going to spray back synthetic chemicals that are or B vitamins and things of this nature back into the product and say, oh, this is better for you. We did it better than God could do it. Because, you know, what does God know anyway? We're, we're going to do it for you. When you fortify with synthetic vitamins, those have their own side effects. It's not as bad, I would say, as taking a drug into the body, but it's a proven fact that synthetic B1 causes um, sterility in men. And again, they started this process a long time ago when they started fortifying the bread. They came out like Wonder Bread, you know, rots bodies in ten different ways. Remember that? Well, anyway... They, um, they fortified bread and they started it with that. And literally, this is when, uh, when the vaccinations were introduced, when they started fortifying bread and they started introducing a lot of these bad chemicals, is when they really started going after the, um, they were trying to make men, um, sterile is essentially one of the things that they were trying to accomplish and also interfere with the reproductive cycle of women as well. Because again, they don't want people having babies. They, they want to, you know, they want to stop that process. Major studies are also showing that genetically engineered crops are killing honeybees and monarch butterflies. They don't stop there. Now they claim they're coming out with a genetically engineered mosquito that's malaria-proof they're going to release in the open biosphere. The very genetic code of the planet is being butchered in a... Yes, the, the honeybee population in um, America, because of all these genetically modified Frankenstein abomination crops, are being decimated, the honeybees. Now... Honeybees are integral in the food chain. I mean, if you don't have the bees pollinating the plants, you know, you start really, really, really messing with God's creation in a gigantic way. And again, it's all by design. Satan comes to kill, steal, and destroy. He's doing all of that here. Hostile corporate takeover. Many years ago, an executive for Monsanto was quoted in National Geographic as saying that that is their program that they want to basically have their crops and their organisms take over the entire biosphere of this planet. And the major genetic engineer companies have focused mainly on eight major food crops. Now they're expanding out into hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of other plants, literally changing the genetic code of the planet. This is a genetic dictatorship. This is genetic vandalism. And that's why the Rockefellers, the United Nations, and others have built these giant armored seed vaults all over the world, not just at the Arctic Circle. And they admit they're doing it in case all of this gets out of hand, that they'll have a type of Noah's Ark. So all these fake environmental groups, they never... And again, this is why it would be good for you to get one of these organic, you know, non-heirloom seed packs to be able to potentially one day, or if not now, plant your own organic garden. But just don't think that if you do that, the foods are going to be totally safe because if they're chemtrailing over your area, they're going to have the chemtrails on them. You need to always try to wash fruits and vegetables or whenever possible in some type of substance that is going to be able to break down the pesticides. Um, you need something in the nature, in the lines of what they call a surfactant in order to do that. A surfactant would be like soap. I would recommend like an organic type of foamy soap to actually, like if you had an apple, you know, you know, let it kind of sink in there and let it break down any of the pesticides, even if it's an organic apple. Oh, and let me tell you, I we uh, lately we we were um, there's this health food store up here where we live, and they've got this one particular kind of apple. It's called a jazz apple. Oh man, is it good! 
I mean, I am literally addicted to these things. I have to have at least one a day. And, I mean, last time I went to the health store, we bought them out. They are so good. And um, if you like apples or if you don't like apples, you might start liking apples if you eat these things. And they're a really good organic apple that, that we get. And um, just something as a thing. Apples are so good for you. They give you a lot of fiber. There's pectin in there. It's really good for your intestinal tract. Uh, really good to keep your intestinal tract moving, if you know what I mean. Uh, they're, they're loaded with antioxidants, and, and uh, the, the carbohydrates that you're going to get in there are bound up in the fiber, so it's not going to cause a blood sugar spike. Like if you were to just drink apple juice or orange juice where you've removed it from its constituent plant. Very, very good for you. So these are, these are things that, that you can do to help detoxify your body as well complain about this. They never talk about true environmental degradation. They want to put a tax on carbon dioxide that humans exhale, that plants respirate from, and carry out photosynthesis with as a way to shut down industrial society and control every facet of our lives. That's the big secret. This is a population reduction program. It is an epidemic. The sperm count has dropped in the Western world exponentially. Even the government has been predicting within another generation almost everyone is going to be sterile. This is the globalist religion. This is their philosophy. The next generation, they're predicting every male will be sterile if we continue down this path. Now, if everybody's sterile, no more babies. No more babies, no more population growth. People just start dying off and this is again part of their plan. And this is why they're doing this to the food. Not only to kill us, but to sterilize us. They want the planet for themselves. The UN has said that their stated plan is an 80% population reduction. You've heard Ted Turner call us useless eaters and feeders and say that 80% of us need to be killed. You've heard Prince Philip say he wants to come back as a virus uh, to kill the majority of the world population. Dr. Eric Bianca, Peter Singer, it's all over the news where they tell us that we should only have one child because more than one is bad for the environment and that the recession is good for lowering our carbon footprint. This is the big secret. We live in a scientific dictatorship. And the United States and England are the epicenter of this. And it's expanding worldwide. Remember all the secret testing, all the secret sterilization that went on in the United States and Europe. Remember what Hitler did. He learned all of that from the eugenicist and the Rockefeller family in the United States. This is a culture of death being pushed on you and your family. And even if you think the world is overpopulated, you need to understand that you're being targeted by this as well. Targeted by design. Recombinant bovine growth hormone in your milk, making eight-year-old girls go into puberty. They should be going into puberty at 12 or 13. Silicone in chicken McNuggets and hundreds and hundreds of other processed foods. Aspartame, that is the feces of genetically engineered bacteria that has incredible health problems that have been proven. Think for yourself. It goes on and on. ABC News. This goes back four years ago. Viral meat spray. Advancing food safety. They spray a live virus on the meat to supposedly kill the bacteria. This is a live vaccine they spray on most of the meat you're consuming that you're buying from the store. It gets even worse. The petroleum distillates or toxic waste that's left over from petroleum refineries that refine oil into gasoline, they take these tens of millions of pounds of toxic waste that's left over, the fluoride, the mercury, 
the lead and they dump it on crops as supposed fertilizer. And what do crops like tomatoes and corn and potatoes do? They pull in all of those toxins out of the ground. In fact, scientists for many years have used plants to actually detoxify uh, areas that have been contaminated. And those plants are pulling all of this up, and then you are eating it. That's why the Washington Post reported in January of 2008 that a major study found that nearly a third of the 55 popular brand name foods and beverage products were filled with mercury, despite the fact that the people of Europe for over 20 years have fought off all the genetically modified wheat and corn and other crops being planted in their nation. Now the EU is buckled and is accepting. The United States is literally a testing ground for all of this. It's just automatically approved. And the people that work for these corporations, they're compartmentalized. They don't know what's going on. The people that work at these stores, they have no idea what's happening. This is affecting all of us. This is hurting everyone. Many different forms of cancer are growing by thousands of percentage points. Uh, Diabetes, all these different diseases. And in major studies, it's all been linked to the toxic additives that are in our food, our water. And I haven't even had time to get into MSG. I mean, I've interviewed brain surgeons, uh, neurologists, scientists. I mean, it just devastates the brain. It's an excitotoxin. It destroys the liver. And it is in tens of thousands of products. We can say no. We can stand up. But if you've got a neighbor giving fluoride water to their baby, please go over and warn them. If you've got a neighbor that's sitting there eating MSG-filled chips one after the other, warn them. You've got a responsibility. If you know people that are feeding processed foods filled with GMO, warn them. And for God's sakes, don't give it to your own children. If you want to kill yourself, that's your own business. But don't hurt your children. Don't do this, ladies and gentlemen. In closing, I want to talk about some positive things. Just 15 years ago or so, you couldn't find organic food anywhere on store shelves. And now, about half of what you see is organic. Uh, just a few years ago... I want to go that far. There's a little, usually a little tiny section of grocery stores where in some grocery stores, not most, but in some, where you can buy organic foods, and that's, that's a good thing. Um, sometimes you have to go to several different stores and actually order to get, you know, an organic... Depending on if you live in an area where they have a really, really good uh, organic food store. And that varies from area to area. So, All the milk uh, had the uh, growth hormone in it. Now it's hard to find milk that has the growth hormone in it because the consumers have spoken and said no. A few years ago, you couldn't find toothpaste that didn't have sodium fluoride in it. Now Tom's of Maine is starting to you know, take over the aisle space and displace uh, the other main line. Well, here's another thing. Don't just think because it says Tom's of Maine or these types of things, or, or it's in organic uh, organic toothpaste, that it's not sodium fluoride. You have to read the labels. Because I've seen many a toothpaste that said it was from like a health food store type of, of um, labeling that had sodium fluoride in it. So you have to read your labels. Find toothpaste makers where it says on the back, if you swallow this, call poison control immediately. Even Colgate is now putting out fluoride-free toothpaste. People are demanding that they not be poisoned, and they're finding out about what's going on. And so industry is starting to respond and at least give people who want a choice an option to not be forcibly medicated through the food and the water. 
You know cigarettes are bad for you. But just 20 years ago, the cigarette makers were getting up before Congress and saying it was a conspiracy theory that it was killing people. And then later it came out in their internal documents. They knew it was deadly. Ladies and gentlemen, I've seen the studies. Much of what they're putting in our food and water is far worse than even cigarettes, as bad as they are, one of the biggest killers in this country. This is a covert, soft-kill operation. We'll put a lot of links beneath this video so you can check out the facts for yourself. And I'm just begging you to do your own research and find out that one of the most dangerous places in the world is your grocery store and the tap water in your house. Okay, so let, let's go further now. Next article, New York Times and other media is pushing for drugging of the water supply. Uh, Think Big, a website that interviews scientists and experts in various fields, has begun a month-long series called Dangerous Ideas. And the first post features drugging of the public water supply. The expert they interviewed for this story, Jacob Appel, is a bioethicist and medical historian who has written in favor of adding lithium to the public water supply. Now, this is that real lispy dude that we kind of heard earlier, okay, that I talked about. He states clearly that he believes lithium and other, quote, enhancers are beneficial additions to our public water supply. And any opposition is based on false assumptions that the natural water is better than the artificially enhanced water. Again, it's always man wanting to be as God, saying, well, I can do it better than God can. We need to artificially enhance our water. No, you don't. You don't need to mess with something God put here. But, you know, these devils think that they're trying to dupe you into thinking that they can. Now, just when I saw this, I said, I'm going to look up what, what are the side effects of lithium. Because this, they're going to want, they want to put lithium in the water. Remember, he's the guy that said, lithium is good for your brain. Okay, well, let's see. This is straight from their website, and we're probably not even getting half of it. But this is what the medical society admits to as far as lithium side effects. Number one, get emergency help if you have any of these signs of an allergic reaction to lithium. Hives, difficulty breathing, swelling of your face, lips, tongue, or throat. Stop taking lithium and call your doctor at once if you have these side effects. Extreme thirst, urinating more or less than usual, weakness, fever, feeling of restlessness, eye pain, vision problems, restless muscle movements in your eyes, tongue, jaw, or neck. Pain, cold feeling, discoloration of fingers and toes. Sorry, I... Okay, here we go. Feeling lightheaded, fainting, slow heart rate. Here's one I like. Hallucinations, seizures, blackouts, or convulsions. Now, if you're getting hallucinations from taking a drug, you can't tell me there's not a demonic component. I mean, if you think you're seeing little green men when you take a drug, well, you've just entered into the realm of the demonic, and you've opened up some doorways that evidently have let some serious devils in. But anyway, that's some of the side effects there. More side effects are fever with muscle stiffness, sweating fast, or in even heartbeats, early signs of lithium toxicity such as nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, drowsiness, muscle weakness, tremor, lack of coordination, blurred vision, and ringing in your ears. Straight off their website. Now, another thing that you have to bear in mind that I didn't put on here for the sake of time is they had a whole other section of other drugs that are contraindicated when you're taking lithium or whether where you may be getting a reaction. So what if you're taking those meds that they list and then you get lithium in the water supply and you start having all kind of weird reactions and you may not even know lithium's in the water supply reacting and this is why you're getting these symptoms. 
most of the time they're not even going to figure it out. Again, all by design. Meanwhile, the New York Times has published a story admitting that drugs are currently in the public water supply. These drugs include ibuprofen, naproxen, anti-epileptic drugs, and anti-anxiety drugs. It's in the water supply. Earlier this week, Aaron Dykes wrote a detailed article in response to an Oxford professor calling for adding drugs to the water supply. Now, bear in mind, fluoride's very hard to get out of, of the water, even with filtration. can be done, but you better do your research. If you're drinking any kind of tap water, you need to really make sure that you're going the extra length in order to get getting these chemicals removed because they're putting chemicals in so you can't get them out. And um, it takes some homework. That's why I like those Eclo Blue machines because they literally create water out of thin air. And you can go up to Alex Jones's website or Kian Eclo Blue. Eclo Blue is how it's spelled: E C O L O Blue B L U E. I believe it's .com. And uh, they've come down on the price in their machines. They've got a better machine now. Uh, I would advise if you're going to get one of the machines, get one of the newer ones because I've got one of the older ones and man alive, it's like a part-time job trying to keep that that dude uh, going. Um, it's, it's a lot of work. Um, depending on where you live and the air quality too affects it quite a bit. I've noticed since I've been up here, it's much easier to take care of. But um, unless you have the grip strength of a gorilla and the technical expertise of a rocket scientist, I wouldn't advise getting the older version because it's very hard to deal with. The tolerances on the machine are very tight. I mean, it's very hard to work with. I just can't imagine like a 60-year-old woman trying to deal with this stuff, you know. Unless you want to get into the strongman competitions and stuff like that, kind of gear yourself up to buy one of those machines. Anyway, sorry. But I've told the company this too. I mean, this isn't anything the company hasn't heard. I like the machines. I think they're good. They're, you know, pretty reliable. But, um, you know, bear that in mind. I think the newer versions are, are better. They're getting less complaints. I talked to them about it. But literally there, you have a way to make your own water out of thin air. And then it goes through 10, 11 stages of filtration. So you're not hooked up to the public water supply. They've got solar panels that you can actually buy, where if we were out of electricity, you could literally power it through solar panels. The solar panels, in my estimation, are very overpriced. It's like five grand, four to five grand to get the solar panels, which is way more than the machine's actually worth. So anyway, those are some options for you. I understand you may not be in a position where you can do any of this. Pray about this. See where the Lord would lead you. I can't give you all the answers. I can only try to direct you in the right direction. But God can open the doors no man can shut, and shut the doors no man can open. So you might be in a situation where you're feeling totally hopeless, but you know what? The Lord Jesus Christ is on the throne. He knows what position you're in. So believe and have faith that he can guide you in all truth and put you in a position where you can be protected from this garbage that we're talking about today. So let's go further. Next article. Alan Watt uh, is uh, an interview with him. And it's how you're being medically lobotomized. While EPA scientists and workers are calling for an end to water fluoridation, the government is doing everything in its power to continue and even increase the amount of toxic chemicals being added to the public water supplies. They got a little flyer you can print out here and give out. The problem is with this flyer is, is <laughs> if you print it out, like, it's probably going to deplete your printer cartilage to nothing because it's yellow and black. And, I mean, 
it's pure yellow and black. So it's not really, from a printer cartridge standpoint, very practical. But it is here. I did post it on here so that you can click on it, and even if it's something you forward to your friends. Um, this is... We're going to listen to that interview a little bit later, but this next article by Alan Watt, this next article is The Truth About Fluoride and What Every Parent Should Know. This is by A. True Ott. This is actually from the year 2000. First of all, it needs to be stated that the substance referred to as fluoride is a misnomer. There is no such substance listed in the periodic chart of elements, nor in the prestigious CRC handbook, nor in the sacred Bible of the pharmaceutical industry, the illustrious Merck Manual. Instead, we find a GAS called fluoride. Fluorine, I'm sorry, fluorine. And from the use of this gas in various industrials and industries, such as aluminum manufacturing and nuclear industrial, in, in the nuclear industry, certain toxic byproducts are actually created which have captured fluorine molecules. One such toxic poisonous byproduct is sodium fluoride, which is a toxic byproduct of the nuclear and aluminum industry. That's what sodium fluoride is. There's nothing natural about it. There's, there's, there's nothing good in this thing. It's a toxic byproduct. And we're going to look at this extensively. Uh, sodium fluoride, which according to the Merck Index, is primarily used as a rat and cockroach poison and is also active, the most active ingredient in most toothpaste, such as an additive and an also an additive in drinking water. Hey, I mean, why not? I mean, we're going to use it to kill cockroaches and um, rat, rat poison. It's the main ingredient. Logically enough, let's put it in the toothpaste in the water supply. I mean, you know, come on, guys. I mean, what, what are we... Let's, let's all die. I mean, that's basically what they're saying. Let's have a big death party. I mean, you might as well just sit around the table and play Russian roulette. Okay, so we go further. Um, uh, let's see here. Flor- fluoride was used by the Nazis also to sterilize inmates and make them docile. Remember, Alex just mentioned that. So, you know, what's not to like? Um, but sadly, there's more to this, to this sordid tale. Did you know that sodium fluoride is also one of the basic ingredients in both Prozac and sarin nerve gas? Yes, folks, the same sarin nerve gas that the terrorists released on the crowded Japanese subway train. Let me repeat, the truth the American public needs to understand is the fact that sodium fluoride is nothing more or less than a hazardous waste byproduct of the nuclear and aluminum industries. In addition to being the primary ingredient ingredient in rat and cockroach poisons, it is also the main ingredient in anesthetic, hypnotic, and psychiatric drugs, as well as military nerve gas. Why, oh then, is it allowed to be added into toothpaste and the drinking water of American people? Now, again, I went up on the internet and I found a picture of a toothpaste tube. And you can look on any toothpaste tube you have and see the same exact picture where it says, Warning, keep out of reach of children under a certain amount of age. If more, if more than used for brushing is accidentally swallowed, get medical attention or contact Poison Control Center right away. I'm reading it right off the tooth. And this is Procter & Gamble, you know, Satan himself, essentially Procter & Gamble, off, uh, it's off Crest, Crest Toothpaste. But it's on all of them. 
Do you realize the mouth is the most, of all the parts of your body, the mouth has a higher absorption rate than any other area of the body. This is why, like, when I recommend the colloidal silver, or certain things that you take, like the EDTA chelation, I recommend holding it in your mouth from anywhere from two to four minutes to get maximal absorption. Why? Because those things are getting straight into the bloodstream. Well, when you brush, make sure you brush good, so you'll have maximum amount of sodium fluoride penetrating into the sublingual mucous membranes, the buccal membranes and all the other things, and you'll get it in the bloodstream, it goes straight into the brain essentially. Which again, burns out your lower brain lobes, which is your will to resist. Now, considering what we just covered, doesn't that kind of make sense why they'd want to do that to us? Take our brains out. Give us cancer. Give us bone softening diseases, because we're going to see. Now, this is funny. I went up and I looked up some things about sodium fluoride, and I found these wonderful advertisements from days gone by. This is one uh, from Sweeney's Sodium Fluoride. Insecticide, effective against cockroaches, water bugs, lice, um, lice on poultry. Do you want this in your water supply? It says, if not, protest to your counselor and MP, whoever that, however that means, if they ignore you, organize to oust them at the next elections. So see, people back in the 40s and the 50s knew about this. And this is, um, I'm showing everybody here the ad. It's a black and white ad from, from days gone by here. And um, they're... Uh, you know, it's a real old-timey type of ad, but it's poison. And then it, it ends by saying, don't have fluoridation forced down your throat. Yeah, Sweeney Sodium Fluoride. See, they were, they, were trying, they were trying to protest this way back when. Now, here's another one. Here's Sweeney Sodium Fluoride. Kills roaches, crickets, water bugs, and silverfish. It's an actual label from one of their cans. Um, looks like it was 98 cents. Uh, I don't know how old the label is. But anyway, Sweeney Manufacturing Inc., Salisbury, Missouri. Historically, this substance was quite expensive for the world's premier chemical companies to dispose of. Not expensive to make, but to dispose of. But in the 1950s and 60s, Alcoa, the aluminum company that makes like aluminum cans and aluminum, and the entire aluminum industry with a vast overabundance of this toxic waste of sodium fluoride, somehow sold the FDA and our government on the insane but highly profitable idea of buying this poison at a 20,000% markup and then injecting it into our water supply as well as into the nation's toothpastes and dental rinses. Because they know that's the best way to kill us. Put it in the toothpaste, put it in the water, get it in our body. Yes, that's right, folks. 20,000% markup. Consider also that when sodium fluoride is injected into our drinking water, its level is approximately one part per million. But since we only drink one half of 1% of the total water supply, the hazardous chemical literally goes down the drain and voila, the chemical industry not only has a free hazardous waste disposal system, but we have also paid them handsomely to do this for us. Independent scientific evidence over the past 50 years has shown that sodium fluoride shortens our lifespan, promotes various cancers and mental disturbances. Most importantly, it makes humans stupid, docile, and subservient, all in one neat little package. 
there is an increasing evidence that aluminum in the brain is a causative factor in Alzheimer's disease. Now they hide aluminum in everything nowadays. Just go to your go to um your um place like uh, McDonald's or fast food place and look at the salt packets. If you get them, it'll say sodium silico aluminate. And what is it? They call it an anti-caking agent, meaning it keeps the salt flowing real nice. But it's got aluminum in there. They put it in in pancake uh, mix. You go look at a can of Bix, Bisquick. Uh, they put it in non-dairy creamer. They put it in waffles. It's almost impossible to avoid the stuff. This is why I said you got to read your labels because if you don't read your labels, you really won't know. But they're hiding aluminum in all kind of things, and that's proven to cause Alzheimer's. Aluminum literally gets in, has a high affinity for the brain, lays across what they call the synaptic, synaptic clefts of the brain and causes a short-circuiting of the brain. The evidence points towards sodium fluoride's strong affinity to bond with this dangerous aluminum. Remember, it is a byproduct of the aluminum manufacturing industry. So it seeks out aluminum and bonds with it. So then you got fluoride, sodium fluoride, and aluminum together, which is doubly toxic. It also has the ability to trick the blood-brain barrier by imitating the hydrogen ion, thus allowing this chemical access to brain tissue. Honest scientists who have attempted to blow the whistle on sodium fluoride's megabucks propaganda campaign have consistently been given a large dose of professional blacklisting. And thus, their valid points disputing the current vested interests never have received the ink they deserve in national press. Just follow the money to find the control and you will find prominent American families to be the prominent players in this scandal. In 1952, a slick PR campaign rammed the concept of fluoridation through our public health departments and various dental organizations. I mean, I'm sorry, but the dentists are just propagating pure death. I'm sorry, but they are. I mean, they're the ones that are advocating sodium fluoride for teeth, which is, it's a bone softening agent is what it is, sodium fluoride. It will actually rot your teeth. And then they, they advocate mercury dentistry where they're using amalgams with mercury which leach from the fillings and goes straight to your brain as well, which destroys your brain and causes all kind of other horrific side effects. They're doing that too. So, this slick campaign was more akin to a highly emotional beer salesman convention instead of the objective scientifically researched program that it should have been. It has been continued in the same vein right up to this present day, and now sodium fluoride use has now become usual and customary. Christopher Bryson's widely acclaimed book, The Fluoride Deception, which if you want to know more about this, get that book. It's called The Fluoride Deception. Just do a keyword search on the internet. You can order it. This includes dozens of peer-reviewed studies showing that sodium fluoride is a deadly neurotoxin that attacks the central nervous system and leads to a multitude of serious health problems. This fact has been covered by a, by, up by a collusion of government and industry who will have wreaked financial windfalls while illegally mass-medicating the public against their will. Fluoride being artificially added to the drinking water in India is causing blindness and deformity amongst children. A 2008 Scientific American report concluded that, quote, scientific attributes toward fluoridation may be starting to shift as new evidence emerged of the poison's link to disorders affecting teeth, bones, brain, thyroid gland, as well as lowering IQ. It also ages you very quickly. I, I mentioned before about that little town in Germany that they found had an unusually 
high amount of sodium fluoride naturally occurring in their well system in the drinking water. And they would go in there and the people that were 30 years old looked like they were 50 or 60. And they were all dying. And they had these bone softening diseases. Not bone strengthening. Oh, you remember, you need sodium fluoride for strong teeth. No, you need it for rotten. It's bone softening teeth. Okay, in, in these types of things. It's the exact opposite of the propaganda. Now, there is a good kind of fluoride, or, or uh, in meaning the organic type that would naturally occur in the soils that the plants would uptake into its root system that would naturally be occurring in the food, okay, which would be more, more along the fluorine line. But that's not what we're talking about here. Okay? So let's go further. Almost 60% of the U.S. population drinks fluorinated water including residents of 46 of the nation's 50 largest states, reported Scientific American's Dan Fagan. Now, I've seen a lot of, um, I've seen some commercials where they're really, 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 really trying to get people to drink tap water. You know, why, why go and, you know, do this or do that? Tap water is the safest water there is, and it's good for you. It shows somebody drinking a nice glass of water right out of the tap. And again, please, um, Please bear in mind what's going on here. The report also notes that a series of epidemiological studies in China have associated high fluoride exposures with lower IQ. Well, they want to dumb us down. Epidemiological studies and tests on lab animals suggest that high fluoride exposure increases the risk of bone fracture, especially in vulnerable populations such as elderly and diabetics. Now, understand this. For an elderly person, if they get a hip fracture, a lot of times that's it for them. They're done. They're, it's Life's over because they're never going to recover from it. Totally. They're going to become sedentary. They're not going to be able to exercise. And when you don't exercise, fluids start to slow down, and then a lot of other health problems tend to occur. And a lot of times for somebody, for a, a woman in particular, they fracture that hip. From that point forward, it's all downhill. Supporting the lie that fluoridation of water is beneficial is the claim by the Centers for Disease Control that water fluoridation ranks among the top 10 public health achievements of the 20th century. Sink that one, let that one sink in. Especially in light of all the stuff that I've just said. Supporting the lie that fluoridation of the water is beneficial is the claim by the Centers for Disease Control that water fluoridation ranks among the top 10 public health achievements of the 20th century. Well, maybe it should be the top 10 public eugenic achievements, depopulation, death achievements of the 20th century. I'd agree with that. What's more, much of the contamination of the water supply is not even the common but toxic sodium fluoride, but also an industrial waste derivative known as hydroflucilic acid, which is in, in an estimated two-thirds of the fluoridated public water supply in the U.S. and known to be very deadly in and of itself. So we're just scratching the surface here with the fluoride. They're doing all kinds of stuff to the water we probably don't know about. Brave New World author... Aldous Huxley predicts a future dictatorship where people learn to, quote, love their servitude. What Huxley terms in the novel Soma would, would most likely come in reality in the form of numerous drugs that would tackle individual happiness and produce complacency of the masses at large. Solidified by a scientific dictatorship, a pharmacological treated population would be rendered very unlikely to ever revolt against the regime in power. And again, that's one of the main reasons they're doing this. Huxley stated, quote, 
There will be, in the next generation or so, a pharmacological method of making people love their servitude and producing a dictatorship without tears, so to speak, producing a kind of painless concentration camp for the entire societies so that people will in fact have their liberties taken away from them, but they will rather enjoy it because they will be distracted from any desire to rebel by propaganda or brainwashing or brainwashing enhanced by pharmacological methods. See, they're going to be distracted to rebel. How? Because of the pharmacological methods that that they're introducing. All this stuff, see, and again, you can present this information to a lot of people right now. They don't care. They could care less. It's not going to change the way they live at all. They're going to keep doing what they're doing, even though they're killing themselves, even though they're basically destroying themselves. They'll rather enjoy it because they've already been given over to these pharmacological methods and they have no desire to change whatsoever. And this seems, and then it goes, he goes on to say, and this seems to be the final revolution. And end of quote. In a 2008 paper titled Fluoride in the Future, Population Level Cognitive Enhancement, Oxford bioethics professor Julian Savalescu claims that water fluoridation may be the key to the future of humanity. He argues that fluoridation may not merely be about tooth decay, but the drive to be better. I mean, hey, what's not to like about rat poison in our water? Cockroach poison. I could see how that would make me better. Make me better dead, I guess. I mean, I'd be a better corpse, maybe. I would look real fresh in the casket. I don't know. I mean, what's not to like? Drugging the water's population, Salvescu claims, is a form of enhancement that can pave the way to a future where mental abilities and other functions could be improved with drugs. Yeah, I know, definitely rat poison. That can help my brain, right? I mean, it's not going to hurt me. It's going to help me cognitively, right? Sure. Salvescu writes, fluoridation is the tip of the iceberg of the enhancement, is the tip of the enhancement iceberg. Science is progressing fast to develop safe and effective cognitive enhancers and drugs which will improve our mental abilities. So, you know, woe to them that call evil good and good evil. And this is exactly what's going on. They're giving you the exact opposite. When they tell you something, it's usually the exact polar opposite of what is truth. It's unbelievable. Uh, I posted my two teachings right here. One of them titled Pharmakia, The Shocking Truth About Vaccinations and Inoculations. And then the other one, Pharmakia, Sorcery, Pharmaceuticals, and the Root of the Modern Day Drug Industry. So I I posted those teachings in highlighted yellow. And uh, so you can can key into those. Now we're going to listen to another clip uh, coming up here. Okay, we're going to go ahead and end part two here. We're going to go to part three next. God bless you.